Josh Williams here, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 96 for Wednesday, March 13th, 2019. How's it going, onesies? Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this week, what am I going to do? I'm going to talk to you guys. I uh, hung out with my buddy Chris right after the last episode was recorded. Uh, I actually hung out with Chris uh, for two days. It was a good time. I had a good time. I also got my uh, smile aligners. They showed up, so if I'm talking kind of funny, it's because I'm wearing uh, plastic in my face. It's going to straighten my teeth. Uh, I saw Captain Marvel talk to you a little about that and, uh, just wish a little belated happy international women's day to all the ladies out there. So getting started with last week, um, I had a couple fun days. I really did. I wasn't working. I hung out with my buddy, Chris, and I did one of those things that I like to do, which is to play board games. And Chris being one of those guys that got me into board games, um, if not the person that got me into board games, uh, it was fun hanging out with somebody who enjoys them as well. We played a bunch of different stuff had a good time. Um, not that if I start naming board games, any of you guys will even know what they are and I don't want to lose you right away in the episode. But, um, one of the games that I was ranting and raving about that, uh, Crystal and I had played together fog of love. I did play with Chris. I uh, actually played with Chris's wife, uh, Rebecca, we were going to play and then he got called out. Chris does snow removal and the weather was bad. So right as him and I were going to start, um, he got called out. So, uh, Rebecca was there and she was interested. So her and I played a game and it was fun. Uh, so much so that, uh, I'd like to actually sit down and record still only did the tutorial, but we, at least we got the tutorial finished. Um, so, uh, it, it was cool. I'd actually like to sit down and record an episode of the podcast, just playing that game. Uh, cause it's funny the way people discuss and argue is kind of funny throughout. Um, so I think I'd like to sit down and record an episode. That's just playing that game, a bonus episode, of course, but, uh, but we'll see about that. Um, Thursday I had to train in Montreal. I got a new uh, project I'm going to be working on for four weeks. Um, finally found out what that product was, but I had to drive to Montreal real early morning on Thursday. And I'll be honest with you guys. My back is just now after like a week of muscle relaxant and pain medications, just starting to, to feel a little normal again. Like I, I can actually sit down in a chair and it doesn't cause me a ton of pain. But on Thursday, driving in my car into Montreal, uh, was really, really painful. I, uh, Montreal's roads are shit right now. So going over bumps and stuff and in pain, I, I kind of tell you, it was like, it was agony. It was really agony. I was just, I was in so much pain, but, uh, I did listen, uh, both to and fro Montreal. Um, I listened to, uh, the subtle art of not giving a bleep, um, book. Um, and that, that bleep sound is of course me bleeping out the word fuck the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Um, almost on about 30 minutes from the end, but, um, great book, great book. I gotta say. It's not a book that's like, Hey, yeah, you know what? I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. Like it's not, it's not, not giving a fuck. It's about choosing what in your life is really worth giving a fuck about and what is not. And man, the amount of times they say fuck in the first chapter, so many, but it's not crass. Um, it's actually, a, um, <laughs> I say it's a good read. And by that, I mean, if you're reading with your ears, like I did, it's uh, it's only about five and a half hours in the audiobook form, but, uh, good book. I really enjoyed a lot of the principles in it, um, has made me yet a better person, you know, not leaps and bounds, but just, you know, all these, all these reading and, and hearing more things about just how to be a better person. You know, they're, they're making a difference for the old, uh, the old fella here. So I enjoyed that. Um, I will tell you more about the product. Uh, there's a lot of laws around it. Oh, good. Did I forgot to turn off my fucking, uh, notifications here. I got a nice message. I was just on the phone with uh, my buddy, Jimmy's wife, Alex for probably over an hour. So Lex is sending me a message here. 
<laughs> she says, I feel so refreshed after having an adult conversation today. Thank you. You are most welcome, Alex. Uh, I'm just going to let her know that I just read that in the podcast. <laughs> I can't do two things at once. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I can't tell you too much about the product that I'm going to be doing because there's a shitload of laws. I even asked the person that was training me if I could talk about it and they're like, yeah, probably not. Um, so yeah, I mean, sorry to tell you it's, it's basically, but it's tobacco related. Okay. So I'm not selling any tobacco, but I am going to be doing just a little, uh, a new product has come, uh, into Canada and I'm doing this, some stuff specifically on the Quebec side. Quebec has way stricter rules for all sorts of shit. So this product, I can't even be wearing any, um, I can't even be wearing any like uh, branded uniforms or anything. Like I couldn't wear their logo, um, at all because it would show, you know, it would seem as if, uh, I was promoting the product. So <laughs> sorry, Alex is still messaging me. Shut up, Alex. If you're listening to this, shut the fuck up. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, so I, I just, I can't really talk about it. I'll talk about it when it's over and that way they can't fire me. Yuck, yuck, yuck. But, um, I'm basically going to be spending four weeks of just driving from store to store, introducing myself, letting places know that, Hey, uh, this is a new product that you're going to see coming into your stores. Um, and you can, uh, you know, order it again and blah, 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 but they pay for my kilometers and they pay me a pretty good uh, wage. So I can't wait. Um, what else? So yeah, I drove back from Montreal and then that evening, um, I played some games with Jason and Colin. We had big, long conversations. I actually had a pretty, I'll be honest with you guys. I don't really want to get into it because it was such a bad night. But when I got back, I, I, it's really difficult because I don't want to get into it. Um, I, I don't really want to do like broad strokes either. So just being honest again, I don't, I like that. Thursday was a particularly tough night for me because for one reason or another, the universe seemed to feel like I needed to have, uh, fights with everybody. And I know that that might sound like a lack of accountability on my part, but without too much context, let's just say that the conversations that I got into that night, I didn't ask to be a part of. And I, I know, I know in my heart of hearts, I did not provoke, uh, the outcomes. Um, let's put it this way. Like I would, I would get in an argument with one person and the spectators would tell me that I didn't deserve that argument. But then those same spectators would start an argument with me later on. And it was like the exact same thing. So, um, you know, maybe I'll talk about it at some point, but all I know is it was a real, real rough night for me. I got into, uh, arguments with people. And like I said, I know in my heart of hearts, I'm not responsible for them. Um, so yeah, um, it was just a, it was just a real tough night. I don't know why, you know, shit happens and, and it's, you know, one of the things in that book, the subtle art of not giving a fuck is they say that, um, something might not be your fault but it's your responsibility. And what they mean by that, they go on to express that basically, um, you can have a situation that isn't your fault, but it's your responsibility, how you feel about it. Like you can, you can have something bad happen to you and that wasn't your fault. But if you're going to sit around and, and complain about it for the rest of your life and, and make that your reason for not doing anything, that's your responsibility. That's not, that's not anybody else's responsibility, but your own. Um, so things can suck, but it's your responsibility on how you feel about them and how, what you do with that going forward. So, um, just saying like the fact that it sat with me, um, that's my responsibility, whatever. And I've, I have since learned to let go of what happened, but it was, it was a rough night and without going, like, I, I can tell you this right now, if I went into every, everything that happened, um, it's just gonna make me upset. Um, I don't think it's going to bring you guys any particular amounts of joy. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. I, um, 
I had a, I had a rough night Thursday night, but I did play uh, an escape room with uh, Jason and Colin. Um, that took us forever. Um, it was fun. We had just a little escape room in a box. Had a good time doing that. Um, and then I went with my mom and uh, a colleague of hers to go see Captain Marvel. We bought our tickets over a month ago, and uh, and sent, saw Captain uh, Captain Marvel there. Um, not a bad movie. Definitely not my favorite. I, I got to say, I really thought that being the first female lead superhero Marvel movie, they would have really put a lot into it. And I don't, I don't know the story of Captain Marvel, so it's kind of hard for me to compare. You know, if I knew her origin story and was like, oh, and then I saw the movie, I'm like, wow, they really didn't care. Um, I just didn't really feel like much happened in that movie. I didn't really feel much of a character arc. Um, you know, like Tony Stark is a fucking weapons dealer who sees the you know, uh, firsthand things of what his weapons are doing, whatever, and decides to try to stop it. You know, like that, that arc you sort of see happen. Well, um, didn't really see anything from her, you know, same thing with captain America, right? Like the, the underdog always wants to fight for that underdog, do what's right. That kind of shit Thor, you know, being an outcast King. Cause he just wants war, seeing the value to peace, blah, blah, blah. Like there, there was, there's more character arc in them. I'm not shitting on her. Cause she's a woman. There's actually a lot of trolls on the internet trying to make it a sexist thing, which is fucking ridiculous. But, um, some, some people brought up the wonder woman thing. So no oh, wonder woman was a, was a, a female lead and it was a better movie. I don't know that it was a better movie, but one of the things that I liked about the captain Marvel movie that the wonder woman movie didn't have is that captain Marvel, there's no love interest in it. It's not like she's a dame and she's trying to get a man's affection or anything like that. Whereas the Wonder Woman thing, like I said, she was surrounded by guys the whole time. There was a love interest and she was still sexualized. You know, she's wearing a fucking less than a miniskirt fighting outfit. Whereas Captain Marvel, they didn't sexualize her at all. They didn't make a love interest. I just didn't feel like there was any particular arc in the movie. Like I still liked it. It wasn't a bad movie. It just, uh, just didn't love it. So in terms of like, Hey guys, you got to go out and see it. Wow. What a great, very visual, lots of cool special effects. I just didn't find the, um, I didn't find the whole story, anything super spectacular. Maybe they'll go into it more in the next Avengers movie, which is a month away. So yeah, Captain Marvel, go see it fun, but just don't expect like if uh, here's the thing that sucks and I, and I get it in society nowadays, like it, it's not going to be the black Panther for, for women. Um, which I think is what some of the expectation is. Uh, boop, boop, boop. My buddy Peter's now messaging me, letting me know. Uh, give me one sec here, guys. I should just pause the podcast, but I'm not going to do that. Um, blah, blah, blah. Recording now. I'll message as soon as I'm done. I wish I could multitask. Anyways, I think a lot of people thought that, oh my God, the Marvel universe is so much better than the DC one. If, if Wonder Woman for DC was this, then Captain Marvel's going to be that. Oh my God, can't wait. And she's the most, she is the most powerful uh, superhero in the universe. So it's like, you know, having a, a female role that's that's the strongest, that's, that's all great for morale and everything like that, especially in International Women's Day month. Um, <laughs> that would be a good thing, but no dice. Good movie, not spectacular. Um, maybe the character will grow as time goes on, but of course having a character that's that fucking powerful, um, it's almost like every single DC character where they're all so fucking powerful. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's not, it's not as, it's not as, um, I don't know. You can't be that fucking powerful. You can't be Superman, uh, Green Lantern, 
what what are the other ones that have all the superpowers? You know, like Wonder Woman, she can fly, she's super strong. They're all they're all overpowered. Anyways, who cares? Who gives a fuck? Go see the movie you want to see it. You don't want to see it, don't go see it. Right? That's my advice. Um this weekend I did a lot of um promo for uh for the LCBO. So I was doing those regular things just on my feet a lot. So again, trying to get some rest for my back, but when you're on your feet every day or in the car going over bumps, uh I made it difficult. But nothing uh nothing super there's <laughs> nothing super interesting to write home about about that guys. Really? Um, I, uh, I think, uh, it, okay. So here's the thing. Here's the big, the big news from this week is my, my aligners, my, you know, my teeth aligners came, um, yesterday. So as always, I'm recording on Tuesday. Um, the aligners came yesterday and, uh, ready to, to start that whole smile journey. They call it. So these are like invisible trays. You clip them over your teeth. And they, they move shit around and I'm, uh, I'm on day two, the way they're designed is actually a piece of plastic at the back. That's sort of sticking out from the back of the tray where it's, where it finishes aligning. My tongue rubs against it all the time. Cause I have a huge tongue ladies and, uh, sort of rubs against it. So it's sort of a little bit painful, but as soon as you take these things off, you can't eat in them. You can't drink in them. Anything other than water, which reminds me, I meant to get some water before this podcast started and I didn't, um, so these things very slowly, I think my system is I've got 15 different sets. Uh, each set is worn for two weeks. Um, so this is day two. I probably put them in for the first time, maybe a little over 24 hours ago. So they feel fine when they're on the teeth, a little bit of pressure. Everything feels very tight. Then you take them off and like even touching your teeth, with the other teeth feels like they're going to break out of your mouth. So they're actually more comfortable in than out right now, but they're slowly just moving things around. You know, I've got a, a whitening system that I use at the same time. So, um, one of the pluses of this is that it's going to make me eat less. So I know I'm going to lose some weight just from the fact that every time you eat anything, you got to take these liners out and wash them and clean them. And then you eat and you got to brush your teeth afterwards. So I'm basically yesterday, as soon as I started, I made my breakfast, brushed my teeth and everything, stuck the aligners in. And then I made my, uh, I think I completely skipped lunch. I made my dinner around like five or six you know, brush my teeth, stuck them back in. And then I took my teeth out. I had a bowl of cereal, um, later in the evening, probably around like nine 30 or 10. And then, uh, that was it. Brush my teeth back in. So, um, eating better. I've been eating better foods. I've been making smoothies and stuff every day, which is good. Um, making meal prep at home, not, not ordering out. And, uh, gotta say, um, looking forward to the results, looking forward to, um, seeing how this affects my weight as well. And now that my back is feeling better, I'm looking forward to getting back to the gym. So I think just health is going to be my main focus for a while. Um, I've said this for a long time and I'm sorry I'm up and down guys. I'm still trying to figure out life. I don't have a fucking handle on it. My uh, mind didn't come with an instruction manual. I'm just trying to do things here and there, see what work, see what doesn't. And, uh, and that'll be that. So for now it is a giant pain in the ass to eat. So I'm talking like, I'm not, you can't even drink, right? I can't just be like, Oh, I'm gonna have a Coke or something. Yeah. Like take your teeth out brush, brush them, wash everything before you stick everything back in. So it's just, unless you absolutely have to have something, uh, no point. And I think that's going to be like, and since I have to do this for like six, seven months, not like for two weeks or something, so I can just develop it and then go back to old habits. I think, uh, I think if I start losing weight, going to the gym, keep these teeth things in, learn to, you know, only eat meals and stuff like that and not really snack. I think it's a good six months, seven months is long enough to really develop a habit. So whatever tune into the podcast. I'll keep you updated as to how that goes. Um, and also my friend, uh, my friend Mark came over yesterday too in the afternoon. So we just hung out, um, 
there's the thing hung out i wanted to have a scotch with him because every time i go to his house we have a scotch but he came over here i gave him uh some whiskey and i just drank water had the invisaligners in or whatever that's a that's a brand that's not the brand that i have um but yeah i had the uh, the aligners in and uh and i just drank water that's what i drank last night i'm gonna get so ripped on water guys let me tell you um yeah so you know reading the book i i have been um ever since Thursday, guys, I have been fighting mild depression. Maybe it's severe depression. I've been sleeping a lot. Uh, the back pain pills really help with that. Just, they, they make you drowsy already. So I've been just doing a lot of, uh, work and then sleep. So, um, this podcast last week, I wear 16 minutes in and I'm already ready to say, okay. And that was my last week. Um, I did a lot of working. I did a lot of fucking around playing some board games and I gotta tell you, I had fun with my friends playing board games, man. It's a nice little distraction. It's social. I don't feel alone. It's fun. Yeah. So, uh, so that's that. Thank you to all my friends I hung out with last week. Thank you for, uh, you know, um, yeah, just, just like I said, just, just to be straight up with you guys. If you're like, oh, it seemed really short. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm just, I'm fighting a little bit of depression, trying to focus on the positive. So rather than, than diving into it, one of the reasons I didn't want to go too deep into, to the Thursday, uh, you know, rough patch that I had is just trying to look forward, not backwards and, uh, you know, yeehaw. So that's it. I'll let you know more positive next week. I'm getting excited, guys. We're episode 96, getting ever close to episode 100. Please, 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 please send me an email. Let me know the good shit, the bad shit, whatever the fuck, favorite moments, whatever you want. All right. I want to have a few episodes, uh, sorry, a few emails to read on episode 100, you know, just to catch up with you guys and what you got going on. I would really appreciate that. Contact at onemanpodcast.com. Love to hear from you. Um, and as always, of course, we've got some great sponsors, starting with my, well, my first every single week. Uncle John's bathroom readers. Uh, we got the slightly irregular bathroom reader this week. And this week, uh, you know, as always, my partners at portablepress.com, they got all sorts of different books, fun stuff. Sorry, I got to reach over, cross my arm in front of the mic, fun stuff for you to read and get to know on. Of course, one of the things that always gets on my mind is when I'm having issues is, you know, where am I going in this life? What am I, what am I doing? You know, what do I want to be? What do I want to achieve? You know, and you start to, you start to compare. I was just on the phone, as I mentioned earlier with my friend, Alex, my, uh, my good friend, Jimmy's wife. And, um, we were just chatting about shit, you know, like everybody's looking at everybody else. You're, you're comparing and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, sometimes you might think that you're, you're too old or too young to, to do something. And, um, you know, this article here, I think puts a little bit of positive on that. This article is called youngest and oldest from uncle John's slightly irregular bathroom reader. And the artist, uh, yeah, sorry. Article youngest and oldest. Some people seem to be able to overcome any obstacle, including age. So hit record, the youngest in 1992, a four-year-old named Jordy, uh, had a hit in France with Dur Dur d'être bébé. It's not easy being a baby. The oldest was Louis Armstrong. Uh, he was 62 in 1964 when Hello Dolly hit number one. Pro hockey player, youngest, Bep Guidolin, joined the Boston Bruins in 1942 when he was 16. And the oldest, Gordie Howe, played professionally from 1946 to 1980 when he was 52 years old. Uh, mayor, the youngest was Jeffrey Dunkel, won the mayorship of Mount Carbon, Pennsylvania in 2001 at the age of 18. Oldest, Dorothy Gieben, was still leading Ocean Breeze Park, Florida at age 96. Good for her convicted murderer. Wow. Here we go. And that might lead into our next section. Uh, youngest 13 year old Nathaniel Abraham was convicted in 2000 oldest Leonard Nathan Sherman of daily city, California was 85 in 1999 when he got life in prison for shooting his sister. That fucking who, no, I'm kidding. 
Oscar winner, the youngest Tatum O'Neill won for Paper Moon at the age of 10. Oldest Jessica Tandy won for Driving Miss Daisy at age 80. Pope, youngest Benedict the Ninth elected Pope at age 11 in 1032. Oldest Adrian the First elected at age 80 in 772. Ah, they ain't doing young or old, young or crazy old popes in a long time. It just barely hit, hit four digits. Person to swim the English Channel. This one seems far-fetched. Uh, youngest, Thomas Gregory did it in 1988 when he was 11. Oldest, Clifford Bat did it in, in 1987 at 67. You know which one would be funny to me is the erection. <laughs> the youngest person ever achieve an erection and the oldest person to ever achieve an erection. Unassisted. All right. Chemically pure. Um, author, youngest, Dorothy Strait was four years old in 1964 when her book, How the World Began, came out. She four years old, write a book, how the world began, came out. That's, you know, somebody fucking wrote that with her. She had a ghostwriter. Oldest, Sarah Louise Delaney's book on my own at 107 was published in 1997. She was 107. Yeah, no shit. And then Saturday night live host, the youngest Drew Barrymore hosted in 1982 at age seven. Oldest Miskel Spillman. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Miskel Spillman was 80 when she won an anyone can host contest in 1977. Okay. So it was a contest. That's why we had never heard of her running feet at the bottom of this average life expectancy worldwide, 66 years old. So I still got some time left. <laughs> you don't want to be the one who's bringing the average down. Right. And that my friends, portablepress.com, my partners at uncle John's bathroom reader. Um, also, of course, my, my partners at Absolute Comedy. I do not have any dates with Absolute Comedy on my calendar currently, so I'm going to have to talk to the old guy next door and say, hey, man, when uh, when am I going to run my mouth in one of your clubs again? I can't wait to do that. Guys, Absolute Comedy has great clubs in Ottawa, Toronto, Kingston. Check out absolutecomedy.ca. Absolute Comedy is the best live stand-up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just for Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event. Want the show brought to you? They'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event, creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget. So for showtimes, ticket prices, gift certificates, special shows, and more, head to absolutecomedy.ca. Again, that's absolutecomedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across North America. And we're back. I hope Alphonic edits out me getting up, walking away, unlocking my door, going out to the hall, grabbing a bottle of water from the case I have it in the hall, coming back, closing the door, locking it again, getting back in the chair, all that exactly 60 seconds as the ad is. Mm. I know there's people out there who hate when I drink and I'm telling you these things dry out your mouth. You got to keep some fluid in there. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I'm sorry. I got to drink some water. Hmm. Guys, who else are my partners? Oh, well, I got those partners at Summersby, Carlsberg, Cronenberg, right? They're good people. They make good product. I just have a tough time getting it. I got to get a hold of uh, the rep, see if I want some more, but I got to be honest with you. I, I kind of feel like, uh, I kind of feel like I'm ready to say uh, farewell to my partners at Summersby only because it's just difficult to get product. I'm not trying to drink this stuff. This stuff's great. It's just, there's a lot of sugar in the Summersby. Uh, now that I can't even drink with, uh, with my things and, you know, 
I got. I don't. I don't want to drink the sugar sauce. I still think you should. And I, I know I'll get back to it once my teeth are all straight and pretty. You know, take a seven seven month uh, summer's be radical. But uh, I kind of feel like I wouldn't mind. You know, maybe uh, maybe a different uh, brew company. So maybe I'm in the maybe I'm in the market. You know. So for now, guys, um, definitely check out my partners at uh, at Summersby, at Cronenberg, at Carlsberg. They do make great stuff. I just think maybe uh, maybe we've grown a little apart. But having said that, I will tell you one group of people that I have not grown apart from, who I'm, uh, whom our love continues to bloom even in these dark times, is my partners at DK. Right, DK.com/ca. Dorling Kindersley, guys. Uh, this week, super cool book. Um, I am reading unsolved murders. These are true crime cases uncovered and they are still unsolved to this day. Will I be the one to crack the code? Will it be you? Who knows? But you got to check the book up first. Um, not a whole lot to say about this, um, in terms like, like rather than just talking about these cases, but I'll give you a small little synopsis from the back. It says discover the stories behind 20 of the most infamous unsolved murders of the last uh, century, including the Black Dahlia, the Zodiac Killer, and the Jean Benet Ramsey case. So, crime scenes, crucial witnesses, and persons of interest are clearly and concisely presented, along with essential details and clues. Examine the evidence and decide for yourself who could have done it. Um, I like this because I've been watching a lot of the crime stuff lately, and I say lately as in like you know the last year or two. You know, you got the the making a murderer stuff. Um, these these um. Uh, Ted Bundy things that are, that are out. I find them kind of shitty. Like that Ted Bundy files or whatever the fuck it is. Boring, 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 boring. Um, too long for what the case is. It should be like a one hour documentary, not like this fucking, however many it is. It lost me real quick, but, um, clearly the, the murder stuff, this is not new. There's always been unsolved mysteries and things like that. But, um, right now, what I really like about this one here, like, I, I think I remember telling you guys that Crystal and I were trying to watch some crime stuff one time. We couldn't even find we we're having a hard time finding the actual series that we're looking for. Cause we we're trying to find like, I, I was a murderer and it's like, I'm a murderer. I was a murderer. I am a murderer. Um, you know, only one murder. Like there's so many different, I one life in prison, prison in life, life all about prison. Like just, there's so many different ones that are basically named the same thing. There's so many different series, um, inside the mind of a killer inside a killer. I am inside the mind of a killer. Anyways, unsolved murders. True crime cases uncovered is wicked because not only does it have, you know, these stories in here, but they've got maps, they've got uh 3d renderings and stuff that you find, you know, different, different parts of the house that are rendered in 3d. And you can see like where they've marked where this is, where this happened. This is where they found this. Um, so many great cases. The case of the black Dahlia is actually one. There's been video games based on it. Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, oh, he's got a girl's name. Why can't I think of it? I feel like a fucking idiot. I said like 10 times today getting ready for this thing. Um, oh, he's got such a great joke on it. And as usual, I'm not going to be able to move on with my life until I get that. It's not Darcy. That's a comic in Canada. Kelly Gould. Fuck sakes. That why that take me so long. Kelly Gould has a, is it Kelly Gould? It's not Kelly Gould. Something Gould. It's right in my library. Jesus Christ. Gould in my library. Dana Gould. Wow. Dana Gould has a fantastic joke. It's a great comic, by the way, but Dana Gould has a great joke about the Black Dahlia. When I've, and it's like he brings you into such a dark place telling about the story and what happened. And then the fucking punchline is hysterical. I won't ruin it for you, but but uh, it is on uh, Apple Music for sure. So I know it'll probably be on Spotify. And stuff. But just type in Dana Gould, Black Dahlia. Holy fuck, is that a funny joke? 
but um, it's got the case in here. So you can, you can learn about Elizabeth Short, which is the victim, uh, one of the victims of the Black Dahlia. Um, without ruining any stories, I, I wouldn't want to talk about it much. And there's only 20 in here, but uh, great book, super, super cool, unsolved murders, true crime cases uncovered from my partners at DK.com in the States, DK.com slash CA in Canada, and just uh, Google DK books anywhere else in the world, guys. That is my partners for the week. Man, we are just flying through this uh, here uh, podcast. Um, touch and go this week. Do you guys even give a fuck? Huh? Do you really give a shit who I call? Um, I'm going to call Peter right now. Cause I'm supposed to get together with him after the podcast, him and my buddy, Ivan, we're going to play some jeux. So why don't I just do my plans with them in podcast form? Let's just make it nice and easy. Um, cause I'm getting together with them later on. Call it call. See how this goes. Hey, buddy. Hey, pal. I uh, just got to tell you real quick off the top. Welcome to the One Man Podcast. I had to do a touch and go, and I had to call you, so I figured two birds, one stone. Oh, okay. Yes, just a heads up. This is being recorded for the podcast. So you and Ivan are getting food at 530? Um, yeah, he said he's supposed to drop by around that time, and uh, I don't know, probably go get some takeout or something like that. Yeah, what are you guys thinking? Any any thoughts yet? Or I I haven't really thought about it, to be honest I okay. had pizza for lunch, so not pizza. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. What did you have? <laughs> ah, it's like, like a Canadian pizza. Oh, like a uh, frozen uh, pizza. Oh, frozen pizza. Okay. Well, fuck. I don't yeah. know. Look at you taking the bull by the horns, becoming an internal house chef and then making yeah, a man. frozen pizza. What brand? I'm a real cook now. It was a, it was a, a Dr. Utker. I knew it. I knew it was going to be one of those disgusting bilge pizzas. Why did you do that to yourself? Hey, fuck you. It is no, disgusting. The crust is okay on it. I like it. It's, is that the one where you try to peel the crust one? Is that the one where you try to peel the paper off the bottom and it sticks to the the pizza? The pizza feels like it has glue on the bottom of it for some reason. No, no. What kind of self respecting doctor drops out of his medical practice to make inferior pizzas? I don't know what kind of. Maybe he wasn't a medical doctor. I don't know what kind of doctor he was. But can you imagine? He's like, you know what? You know where the money is? Giant tiger pizzas. That's what I gotta get myself into. <laughs> yeah. I'm stick. I'm tired of sticking my fingers up assholes. I'm going to make them what? taste. If he was a proctologist, I'm trying to guess what kind of doctor he was. Yeah. All right. Maybe all those fucking fingers with butthole poopy on them made him uh, kill the sense of smell. He started making shitty pizzas and he was like, "Ugh, smells better than what I'm used to. Um, okay. So listen, I, I got to swing by staples, which I hope is like no more than 15, 20 minutes. I'm almost done the podcast, but, uh, are you think you have no ideas at all for dinner? Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll think about it. Okay. Uh, just, we'll I, I got to, uh, I got to bring like my fucking toothbrush because I got these aligners in my face now. So when I take them uh, out to eat, I got to like wash them and stick them back in. So just, I guess I'm trying to get an idea of how fucking messy we're getting with takeout. Uh, okay. Me. You guys don't have any favorite haunts or anything like that, right? Favorite what? Sorry. Haunts. Like, it's not like when you guys go out, you go to like one of three places. I don't know. There's a ton of different places we can go to, man. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right. Ease the fuck up. Why are you so angry? Um, okay. Then, then let me, let me see if I understand correctly. Are you guys planning on going out or just grabbing something to bring back? 
Probably, probably just grab someone to bring back here, but whatever. Okay. That makes it easier for me. I don't want to be fucking bringing my teeth and taking them out in a restaurant and then going into their bathroom, brushing my teeth like a homeless person. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. All right. Well, then I, uh, I'm probably about 10 minutes away from being done this. I will aim to be there. If I'm there between five thirty and six, is that cool? Is that the end of the world? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, buddy. I'll, I'll text you when I'm on my way. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh man. Every time I call, I got way more out of him that time than I did last time, but he's, uh, he's, he's been like, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm going to do when you call the podcast. So Peter's probably going to be a regular themed person that I call just cause I love bothering him. All right. Having said that coming up this week. Oh, tonight I'm hanging out with Peter and Ivan. See what's going to happen. See where we're going to eat. Ooh, the mystery remains. Tune in next week. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, really? I'm sorry. There wasn't anything really funny in this episode. Um, and you know what? A lot of time there isn't. A lot of time there isn't. Sometimes I got little rants and things that I want to go on. I got to go out there and start fucking experiencing more. I want to start getting on stage a little bit more too. I tried uh, Monday night. I tried calling uh, Absolute to see if I get a spot on the Open Mic Monday show, but they were jammed to the tits. So uh, yeah, start reading some more books and shit, huh? Turn this life around. I got to start getting angry again. I was funnier when I was an angrier person. Now I'm just a sad, depressed guy with a little glint of hope and happiness on the horizon. And I got this fucking weird list from having these plastic things in my mouth. They were supposed to come with a, a fucking like a nail file thing that you can file down the ends if they're too like jagged on you, but it didn't come with that. So I think the next two weeks, at least this one's going to fucking slice my tongue up. Balls. Anyways. Okay. So hanging with Pete tonight, got some LCBO stuff. I'm doing a spot at uh, a show on Sunday at Lieutenant's pump on Elgin street in Ottawa. So if you're in the area, come check that out. I think it's called the Sunday funnies show. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that guys. Contact the one All right. That's the email address. Send me an email. Tell me what's going on with you. Let me know. Uh, thank you. My sponsors, portablepress.com, absolutecomedy.ca, summersby, and dk.com slash ca. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Check us out, One Man Podcast. And uh, if you're not subscribed already, subscribe. Okay? Go to iTunes, subscribe. Uh, you can go to iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, uh, and give us a five-star rating, leave a review. You know? Just to say that you were there it would mean the world to me. Um, 34 minutes in and we're done guys. Nice and easy one. Quick in and out like you banging a prostitute. Uh, I wouldn't know from experience, but all the cliches that I know are just like that. So quick and easy week, guys, my mouth hurts, my teeth hurt. Uh, my tongue is all sliced up. And so I don't want to talk that much. I just want to go have a fun night, eat some garbage food, and then not eat again for 16 hours until breakfast time when I can take my teeth out and, uh, and not want to chew because they hurt. <laughs> I'll let you know how this go, guys. Um, in the meantime, thanks for listening. I hope you have a fantastic week. Uh, the sun's been shining a little bit here in Ottawa. Uh, the weather's been, you know, so, so, but it looks like we might be kind of coming out of the winter side. So I hope you're doing well. Me and the roommates are, uh, are trying to plan a trip to Mexico, but nobody's very concrete on anything. So we'll see if that happens. But as soon as I know more about that, I'll let you know. Hope you guys have a great day, week, whatever. I will talk to you soon.